the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. Comments after 4. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in. Got a wonderful show mapped out. Looking forward to jumping into it here. First off, our forecast. Good deal of sunshine with some clouds and spots the rest of the afternoon. Maybe get a shower. 88 the high, low of 67 tonight. Tomorrow kind of cloudy with some sun. Shower, thunder shower possible tomorrow and a high of 85. Before I forget, we want to give away some gift cards today to Duncan and uh, Panera and Rita's and Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. So if you'd like to grab one, they're $5.60 a piece. Want to give out a handful of those. Enough for you to get a couple of coffees, a donut, a little sandwich, something like that, just a snack as a thank you for listening in. We like to give these away every now and again. Just simply text in your name and your preference and uh, we'll make a bunch of winners. Text line is 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Also, before I forget, because there are a lot of things I want to get into our program here, including a couple of special guests. A week ago today was my birthday. Didn't really talk about that day, but uh, today I'm just mentioning it because one of the greetings I got was a special greeting. A friend of mine named Fred McNaughton. He works at another Christian radio station in Pennsylvania. And we're good friends, and he has a special talent, among other things. If you've ever been to the Creation Festival, he um, has a character. He, he kind of It's called Fred, P-H-R-E-D-D, and he plays ukulele, which is just a happy instrument. So he sent me a quick, short little greeting for my birthday that I thought I would share with you. Happy birthday, my friend. I hope it's great. Take some time to celebrate. May I please reiterate Happy birthday to you Oh yeah, this is my way to Communicate Happy birthday to you Oh yeah, another year to commemorate Happy birthday to you Happy birthday you just can't help but smile when you hear a ukulele, at least if it's played, you know, melodically. Uh, so it's a fun instrument, and that was a little greeting I received. Made me smile. Thought I would share it with you. Thankful to God for another year of life, and Lord willing, my prayer as I was blowing out the candles on my pie, which I prefer to cake, I was just asking that this next year will be used for God's glory even more. You know, you want to live your life wisely, and um, I, I, I know that I want to make sure that each day counts. So uh, that said... Before we go any further, another thing. Tonight at midnight, several contests we have on WFIL are coming to a close. If you go to WFIL.com, Contests and Surveys page has a a wide variety of different things you can do. And one of them that's ending tonight is the Philly Sports Survey. We've had that going for quite a while now. It's just uh, actually very timely. 
Brian Startari, who co-wrote this book, he's a longtime Philly sports talk show host, joined us, I'm going to say five, six weeks ago, and we talked about this book, This Day in Philadelphia Sports, which chronicles highlights and lowlights, and yes, there have been plenty of both over the years, for every single day of the year. And it just so happens that, obviously, with no real new sports scores or anything to report and talk about, uh, that uh, this book has been kind of coming, you know, come in handy and an opportunity to drop in every now and again uh, on this day in Philadelphia sports history during the program, but also to give it away. So if you'd like to win a copy, get entered by midnight tonight, and it also comes with a Reader's gift card and a, a WFL ball cap. So we have several of those to hand out, and all we ask you to do is take a fun survey. You don't have to know sports at all. Uh, of course, if you do, it probably is more exciting to you. One of the simple questions we say is, who's your favorite Philadelphia sports athlete ever? So I thought since this is the last day of the contest, again, you have till 11.59.59 tonight, is to just give you a, a cross-section of what folks have been saying when they take this survey. Matthew and Harleysville's favorite player, Mike Schmidt. Nice choice, Matthew. We had Mike Schmidt on the program May 29th for the uh, pretty much a whole hour. Podcast that on our homepage at WFIL.com. Really enjoyed that conversation with Mike Schmidt. David in Springfield said Carson Wentz. Eagles quarterback is his favorite. Rhonda uh, in Camden, New Jersey, said Chris Jenkins, her favorite. Henry in Kennett Square, Carson Wentz of the Eagles. Bobby Clark, longtime flyer great, uh, the favorite of Kenneth in Philadelphia. And uh, Linda in Seacane echoes the Carson Wentz se uh, the sentiment. We had Rochelle and Ben Salem chip in and say, I like uh, Nick Foles. Hard to not like Nick Foles on a lot of fronts, including the fact that he teamed up, obviously, with Carson Wentz and took us through that magical season a couple of years ago to win the Super Bowl. Eleanor Newtown, Joel Embiid going the new Sixer route. Philip and Yardley echoes the Mike Schmidt sentiment. George in Hamilton, New Jersey. Shane Victorino and Carson Wentz. Uh, so technically the blank allows you to fill in more than one, and several folks like did a lot of them. Even though it says, it says favorite player, not players, but uh, I guess because we're talking multiple teams, folks sometimes went beyond that. Shane Victorino, I had a chance to uh, get to know him a bit when he was playing for the Phillies, a beloved outfielder for the team. He actually did a, a benefit uh, with our family uh, 10 years ago to help raise some support for our daughter who's disabled. It was a real nice gesture on his part. And he also uh, was part of the benefit the event that we did at China Garden, actually, where we had our listener party. He was there 10 years ago. And uh, it was also was to benefit a, a mission in Africa. So it was a cool, a cool little story there about Shane Victorino. Uh, Carlton, uh, Carl in Philly says Steve Carlton and Mike Schmidt, his favorites. And then let's give you a few more here. Judy and Yardley, Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz may be our top favorite player. Brian in Elkton, Maryland, says Carson Wentz. Likes Gritty of the Flyers, their mascot. Aaron Nola of the Phils and Joel Embiid of the Sixers. Brian in Limerick, Zach Ertz, uh, Kevin Hayes of the Flyers, and JT Realmuto, who the Phillies hopefully will sign and have in town for a while. Uh, so those are some good ones. Ava in New Hope did not have a favorite player, but said the Eagles and Phillies are a favorite team and that in terms of their interest. And then we have Tina in Hatfield, Fletcher Cox of the Eagles, Mike Schmidt, and Charles Barkley. I'd love to have Charles Barkley on the show. He'd be a really interesting interview. I probably wouldn't have to say anything. <laughs> he would be carry the show. Uh, we have Kim in Harleysville. John Cruck, former Philly, uh, beloved in many ways, kind of for his uh, softball kind of beer belly uh, physique, and uh, yet a great hitter. 
he actually had a, a fun quote. It's attributed to him, at least, if it's true or not. He says, that's not fat, it's relaxed muscle. I have used that a few times in my lifetime. Uh, Jose in Philadelphia, Julius Irving, gotta love Dr. J. Manny Trio of the Phillies, uh, Terrell Owens of the Eagles, and Bobby Clark of the Flyers. And then uh, I'll give you a couple more. Jonathan in Harleysville, likes Allen Iverson, Brian Dawkins, and uh, Jimmy Rollins, good old J-Roll. And Wayne Simmons of the Flyers for hockey. You have Reggie in Lawrenceville, liking Reggie White, Reggie Leach of the Flyers. And then he likes J-Roll and Dr. J. So he likes Reggie and J's. So that gives you an example of some, there are many more who uh, chimed in with their thoughts. But thanks to everyone who has taken the survey. Just for fun, there's some other questions on there. Like, if you could be at one event ever, if you could have been somewhere, what event would it have been? So obviously, perhaps any of the championships the Philly teams have won. And there are other things that may be of importance to you. So take the survey. Have fun with it. It's the Philly Sports Survey at WFIL.com. That ends tonight at midnight. So get entered. Uh, have fun with it, and you may even win a pretty cool prize. And while you're there, take some other uh, – uh, enter some other contests. We have plenty of them. As far as the show today goes, uh, much to come. In just a few moments, Adrian Bankert's going to join us. She has hosted Good Morning America. She's uh, been an ABC News correspondent. She has a book out called Your Hidden Superpower, The Kindness That Makes You Unbeatable at Work and Connects You with Anyone. So we'll be chatting about kindness and about Adrian's book later in the hour – going to be joined by a woman named Lauren Scruggs Kennedy. And uh, she's a blogger. She's a, uh, an author as well. You may know her name because she was actually in a very serious accident about 10 years ago involving an airplane. She lost an eye. She lost um, her left hand. And she is with a, uh, a, a platform called Faith Social that's just launched. And she also will you know, we'll talk to her about her story and how her, her faith is. And the Lord has helped her through the accident. A lot of other stuff happening during the hour today. So if you uh, can hang out with us during the hour, we'd love to have you the rest of the program. And don't forget, send a quick text to 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683 if you'd like to win a gift card to uh, Duncan or uh, Rita's or Panera or perhaps, uh, what was the other one? Wawa. Yeah. Courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet. 610-500-3683. Just need your name and your preference, and we'll give out a number of those today during the program. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 4.15, The Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for uh, tuning in today. You heard a little blur back there for Return to the Hiding Place, the movie. Just a quick heads up, tomorrow, very excited to have John Reese davis You may know him as Gimli from Lord of the Rings and also uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and a number of other films and TV projects joining us for the full hour tomorrow. So that's going to be a very special time uh, on The Tim DeMoss Show. But we have a couple of very special guests happening today, and the first of which is uh, Adrian Bankert, who has hosted Good Morning America, ABC News correspondent, lots of other things. Adrian, how you doing? I'm awesome. How are you, Tim? Wonderful. Good to hear your voice and good to chat about the book. Congratulations on your hidden superpower. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. I, I know uh, it's, an, it's an interesting topic and word, really. It's a very interesting word. And uh, share for a minute, if you would, just kind of, well, and I, I, I have a couple questions, but I'm sure you'll, you, you know, you've been thinking about this probably for quite some time. How long has this been in the works for you? I started uh, the book in 2018. I mean, I, I obviously was writing from experiences over the past 15 years, 
but I um, I started the book and wrote it in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Well, and to your point, it's kind of a, accurate to say it's a, it's an accumulation of your life experiences too. Because I know your mom. You mentioned, among other things, she, she played a role in your life talking about uh, how uh, someone's always watching. Uh, share about your mom's yes. role. Yeah. So when I was a kid, she would say this. It was one of the favorite things for her to tell me: someone's always watching Adrian, even if you don't see them. And so, as a kid, I was always concerned about like being on my best behavior because my mother put that fear in me that somebody was going to be watching. <laughs> but it was a healthy, respectful fear. You know, it was be a good role model, be a good example. Your brothers and sisters are watching you even when you can't see them. And I'm one of seven kids, so there was always somebody going somewhere, running around, um, even if I didn't notice them. But then she would give me that kind of recognition that neighbors could be watching me from their home through the window, and I just didn't see them. You know, people driving by could be seeing what I was doing, and what I want to make sure that I'm being a good role model for the family or a good example for the family. And so inadvertently, you know, without even thinking about it, she was preparing me for the future and invisible audiences that are very much real. I can't see viewers watching us on television. I cannot see who is watching my posts on social media, but I'm very intentional about how I conduct myself, not in a controlled way, but in a way that recognizes that my actions matter and I affect other people for better or for worse. And so making sure that that's a good impression, that people leave feeling better about themselves after they talk to me or see me, is always, it's been something that I've always wanted to make sure of. Yeah. Chatting with Adrian Bankert, Emmy Award-winning news correspondent, ABC News, Good Morning America, World News Tonight, Nightline, among the things she has done, and now this new book, Your Hidden Superpower. Uh, Apple Books is named Your Hidden Superpower, a must-listen for June 2020. So just to clarify for a second, because you've done a lot of different things in your lifetime, what, what are you doing at the moment exactly if you had to tell you this is exactly what I'm doing right now in my life? I'm an author of Your Hidden Superpower, and I'm a journalist with ABC News and was just on Good Morning America this morning and World News Tonight. So uh, it's a very full life. I live in New York City uh, for ABC News. Wow. Okay. That's great. I didn't want to even take a stab at it because I figured I'd probably get something wrong. <laughs> so um, tell me this, Adrian. What do you think, uh, the word kindness itself, uh, what do you think, you know, what is it, and what do people maybe need to either learn or relearn or consider about what kindness is and, and why they should care about it. Yeah, why should they care? Well, I caught what you said when you said it's an interesting word, so I'm more curious about what you think kindness is. <laughs> okay, well, this is a lot. To I'm, well, very clearly, I'm a Christian, and I, I tie it back to what God says about kindness, and one of the things he mm-hmm. says has to do with how powerful kindness is. It's not a weak word. And uh, it even yeah. says, like, in the, the, there's a verse that says, God's kindness leads to repentance. Like, you would actually change your whole life because God is kind to you, not because God threw a lightning bolt at you. So, uh, <laughs> for example, so, um, and you say other things, too, in the book about kindness being different than nice. There's a band I like called the Katinas. They're brothers. And people used to say, you guys are so nice. And, and they are on the surface. But the reality is they said, I wish people would say we're kind because um, God wants mm. us to be kind not nice. So you can't tell your kids, be nice to your brother. Like, well, where does it say that? I don't have, who says to be nice, but to be kind, something God wants for it. So when I saw you had, I actually jotted down kind versus nice on a piece of paper. Then I opened your book and you have a whole chapter on it. <laughs> I, it I do. I do. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because I think a lot of people do mistake kindness for niceness. They think that being nice is a good enough. 
Yeah. And that's why it, it leaves a bad taste in some people's mouths, or they think it's weak because they've experienced what they thought was kind, but it was really just nice. And nice is a word that's evolved over the years. I, I don't. I think it was in the 14th century. It meant something completely different than it really? is now, and it wasn't positive. And then looking it up in the Webster's 1828 dictionary, it's precision, it's exactness, hmm. and it's what I talk about is very, you know, polite, which isn't bad. We all need etiquette, right? I'm I'm a big proponent of etiquette, but I was like, okay, if you're so concerned about doing everything perfectly, which I've been that person then how can you be really fully present and engaged with other people? So kind to me had to move beyond an action and had to be an identity. And so for me, kindness, my own, if, if, if I had a dictionary, yeah. Adrian Banker's Dictionary of 2020, yes. then I would say kind is being your highest and best self and being fully aware of people around you so that you're engaged and able to take action that actually responds to the person and what they're going through in a moment. Right. Um, if you look up the word, it, it's consideration, it's compassion, it's thoughtfulness, but it's also nature, natural propensity, and determination. When you look it up in the dictionary, it, it's like genus and species. It's, it's what we are made of. It's our DNA. We are all meant to be kind, and it's just that life is unkind. And when life is unkind, we respond in different ways. We become jaded. We become bitter. We become unforgiving. We become disappointed. And all of those things bruise us and scar us and make us less kind people. And I've been that person, too. So hmm. for me, realizing the power of kindness and how it really did position me and help me to be the person I always wanted to grow up to be, you know, kind is what you want your spouse to be. Kind is what you always wanted to grow up to be as a, as a young man or young woman. Kind is who your parents wanted you to marry. And our hope for humanity lies in kindness. Adrian, let me ask you a question, because um, people hear the phrase, the random acts of kindness, right? And, and nothing against those either. But you, you actually no. get very, in- there's the word intentional and almost scheduling kindness. You had a list in your book giving yes. examples, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't, I think, I think random acts of kindness are great, but I don't think they're enough. I think we've, we've become so, I don't know when random acts of kindness became popular, and I, I, I remember seeing more slogans around random acts of kindness and more campaigns around it, and I think it's amazing, but I think if you took a random act of kindness and did it every day, you would become much more appreciative of the power of kindness. It's just like anything. It's like if I randomly work out, I'm going to see a benefit of random amounts of time I do it. <laughs> right. But if I'm intentional about working out, then I create muscle memory, and I have abs again, and I have more stamina, and I feel better about myself in my clothes, and so... Kindness to me is something that I've created as like a fitness plan. You know, it's my keto yeah. uh, so yeah. that I could be healthier, mind, body, and soul. That's great. Adrian, last quick question for you. Just uh, what motivates you to serve? I know you do a lot of community service, and kindness certainly plays mm-hmm. into that. Generosity to me is something that carves us out of stone. You know, I mean, I think, again, I mentioned how unkind life can be. But when we start giving, it's like we can break free of a lot of the things that have held us back. You know, growing up, there were times when I didn't know my value. And once I found people that were willing to say, listen, you, you, put on a T-shirt and go get to work. Go volunteer. Go do this. And it was me alongside all kinds of people from different walks of life with the same T-shirt on. I realized I did have something to bring to the table. And as I've grown up and as I've become an adult, I have been really intentional about giving. And So for me, it not just makes a difference in the world, but it truly does make me who I am meant to be. It makes me a better person. Hey, Jim Bankert, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations on your hidden superpower. Thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you, Tim. You too. Have a great day. 
Bye-bye. All right. Adrian Bankert, uh, who is host of Good Morning America, ABC News correspondent. Her book is called Your Hidden Superpower, The Kindness That Makes You Unbeatable at Work and Connects You with Anyone. Uh, when I saw the title come up, I thought, let me, uh, let's see if we can have her on the program to talk about that. Because kindness really can be viewed as, I don't know, a weak word or a, a light, a light flavored word compared to something that has more apparent punch to it. But I really think kindness is, is a very, very powerful thing. And, uh, when I, I mentioned earlier in our conversation when Adrian, it's actually interesting. I just want to say this. Adrian may be the first guest I've ever had in all my years of radio who kind of turned the question on me and says, I want to hear what you have to say. And that's actually probably the interviewer in her and proving her point about how she tries to, I read through through some of the book, how she tries to acknowledge each person in the room. They have dozens of people working on a TV set and she's uh, trying to make everybody sure she knows people's names and that they're seen and and appreciated. Um, Anyhow, so, but but I was mentioning to her, uh, it's Romans 2 verse 4 that says God's kindness leads you toward repentance. And when you think about that, because people can feel God is uh, just trying to get out to get them or God's a stern, you know, looking at you like shaking his finger, he's upset with you. But it says God's kindness leads us toward repentance. And you think about it, repentance really is turning your, you know, from your ways to his ways. And it must take some, quite some convincing to get you, you know, to turn around and go a different direction. And what is it? It's God's kindness that does that. There's a song a number of years ago from uh, singer-songwriter Leslie Phillips I was thinking about. I want to play for you here. It's simply called Your Kindness, and it, and it, re- it references Romans 2, 4. So let's put this on here, keep the program rolling after that, and uh, check it out. It's Leslie Phillips, F-I-L. WFL.com on the app. That's Leslie Phillips and Your Kindness. We were playing songs like that yesterday. Some were more jacked up, if you will. Moldy Oldies Monday. We do the last Monday of each month. You won't find a podcast of that, though, on our site because of, you know, legally we can't just uh, record the songs and hand them out for free. So on days we have Moldy Oldies Monday, we don't post a podcast. That said, uh, Leslie Phillips and Your Kindness from Romans 2. Verse four, quick break, come back with more. We have another special interview on the way. Lauren Scruggs Kennedy, author and uh, blogger, and she was in an actually a very serious accident almost nine years ago, lost her left hand, lost her left eye, um, and uh, she's quite a story. So we'll chat with her a little bit. We also have some music to throw in here, and congratulations to Sharon and East Lansdowne and Ginny in Feasterville. They've texted in and said they'd like a free gift card. We're handing those out today. Something simple, nothing whoop-de-dooski, just $5.60, enough for a couple coffees and a donut, perhaps a couple water ices, just to thank you for listening. We like to give out a number of those every now and again. So text in if you have a preference, 610-500-DOVES, our number, 610-500-3683. And um, it's Duncan, Panera, Rita's, and Wawa. Those are the choices. And we'll draw some more winners before the program's done. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL 
and WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. This is Jack Burton at the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. I'm not saying that I've been everywhere and I've done everything, but I do know it's a pretty amazing planet we live on here. A man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. on the highway every day moving so fast you can see the stars align but i know that it's more than time yeah. right before i hit the ground zone how you came along and found me am 560 wfil.com and on the app that's colton dixon the song miracles we have a miracles matchup contest going on on our website wfil.com click the contest and surveys page a couple of cool grand prizes one of them we actually get to perform that song do a backup instrument to colton singing you check it out in our contest and surveys page and i'll be rooting for you forecast today sunny the rest of the afternoon some clouds here and there might get a shower 88 the high low of 67 tonight Tomorrow, kind of the opposite of day, a little more on the cloudy side. Sun coming through once in a while, you know the drill. And uh, a shower, a thunder shower possible tomorrow with a high of 85. Uh, one of the contests that's ending tonight is the Philly Sports Survey. We've had it going for quite a while now. It's a lot of fun. You just basically name uh, your favorite Philly athlete and a couple other things, and you get entered to win this really cool book, which is called This Day in Philadelphia Sports. It's like a small encyclopedia almost. It chronicles highlights and lowlights for every single day of the year in Philadelphia sports history. And it's not just Philadelphia athletes. It might be, uh, you know, an athlete from another market who was in Philly when a milestone was accomplished. On this day, back in 1992, June 30th, 1992, uh, a very, very big trade in Philadelphia Flyers history happens when they traded so many players and cash and draft picks to get Eric Lindros, who a lot of folks uh, have mentioned they like as their favorite flyer of all time. Back in that day, it was uh, Peter Forsberg, who wanted to become a, a superstar in his own right. Ron Hextall used to play goalie here, of course. Mike Ricci, Chris Simon, Steve Duchesne, Kerry Huffman. Two first-round picks and $15 million, which back then was enough to pay for the entire Quebec Nordiques, the Colorado Avalanche payroll. Not for one, but for two seasons in a row. So uh, it was a huge deal. Of course, Lindros never wound up leading the team to a championship, although... A lot of great moments while he was in town. Brian Startari, who's a longtime Philly sports talk show host, co-wrote this book. We had Brian uh, on some time ago to talk about you know the book, and uh, he shared because he's among all the sports, his favorite is hockey. Here's what he had to say about that. This is actually a funny story here because the greatest game I was never at, yeah, which I had tickets to, <laughs> okay, was, was Game Six of the 1987. Um, Stanley Cup Finals with the Flyers and Oilers. This is the game that J.J. Daniel scored, and the spectrum went nuts, and it was the loudest ever. Hmm. I had tickets, and uh, I was 16 at the time, and I was a huge Genesis fan as well. And uh, in February, I had waited out 24 hours in the cold, in the freezing cold. That's how I used to get tickets back then, waiting out in line. Uh, and I got front row seats, second row seats, the Genesis at the vet. And it just so happened that it was... May 28th, 1987. Six months later, the Flyers are in the Stanley Cup Finals, and it's the same night. And I'm like, all right, well, the Oilers were leading three games to two. So I'm like, okay, if I miss the game and they win the Cup, I don't want to be there and watch the Cup anyway by another team. 
I walked out of the the, the uh, Blackhawks uh, with their cup because I as soon as they as soon as the Blackhawks scored, I walked out. I didn't want to see the cup. So I went to the Genesis concert, and I, it's the single biggest regret in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't go. So uh, that's the one where I had tickets. I didn't go, but there's a lot of been great games. I mean, the Eagles finally getting over the hump against the Falcons in 04 uh, and 05 to, to win the NFC Championship, finally, and getting to the Super Bowl. Um, being at the Super Bowl, even though they lost, and then, of course, watching the Phils do what they do. So yeah. those were the kind of great games that I'm glad I was there for. That's Brian Startari, who co-wrote the book This Day in Philadelphia Sports, because one of the questions on the survey is, if there's one game you could have been at, and maybe you were, but if there's one game you could have been at, which one would it have been? And folks are answering that question, among other things. So uh, I I, uh, I have a couple others just to say hello. Folks like uh, Beth in media, she named her favorite player as being Zach Ertz. And um, the event that she wishes she could have been at was at the Super Bowl when the, the Philly special play was run back in, uh, I guess it was 20. Uh, 18. Diane and Philadelphia's favorite player, Mike Schmidt, and similarly wishes she had been at the Eagles Super Bowl win. We had an email from our, our con- a contestant, Jennifer, from Nashville, Georgia, who names Aaron Nola, Philly's uh, star pitcher, as her favorite player. I actually talked to Aaron the very last day of the season last year and gave him my card, and he said that he would be glad to come on the program sometime. So hopefully we can make that work. And we also have Tony and Warrington's favorite player is Reggie White. Michael in Pennsville, New Jersey, also names Reggie White, Eric Lindros, Mike Schmidt, and Allen Iverson as his favorite player. So take the survey, have fun. It comes off our website at midnight tonight. And if you happen to have your name drawn, it's not based on how much sports knowledge you have or anything like that. It's simply have fun, take the survey. You'll automatically be entered to win the copy of a, a copy of this day in Philadelphia sports, a Rita's gift card, and a WFL ball cap just in time for summertime. So check that out. Some other cool contests there as well. Quick break. Come back with Lauren Scruggs Kennedy. She has an amazing story. Chat with her for a little bit. See what else we can squeeze in before the program's done. You're listening to Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM560 WFIL. It's my special remix. Alright, so I started the song early. Temptations, Beauty's Only Skin Deep. Coming up in the moment. Warren Scruggs Kennedy, actually a model blogger, an author, and uh, a number of other things, too. Before we bring Lauren in, quick note, we are continuing to give away gift cards, Duncan and Rita's and Wawa. If you want to win one, send a quick text to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Just text uh, if you want Duncan Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. All right, 610-500-DUB. We've made several winners this hour. We'll make some more before the hour is through. Get yourself in the mix for that. We now bring in Lauren Scruggs-Kennedy joining our program. How are you doing, Lauren? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks for hanging out a little bit here. Of course. You know, so folks obviously may know you from lots of different places. Your blogging, your books, 
uh, of course, your story with the accident, but and maybe we can touch on those things. But first, this new endeavor, let's chat about facesocial.com. Uh, How did you get to be part of it, and, and what's your role going to be in terms of contributing to it? I understand this is going to be something you're doing. Yes. Okay, so Face Social is an amazing online Christian community where um, you can come, even if you're not a Christian but want to learn about it, and it's a great place to just gather with other Christians and pray for each other and do Bible studies and things like that, it's pretty amazing, especially during this time of COVID, and I feel like there's extra sense of loneliness right now, so I'm so excited to be a part of it, and yeah, I'm more just telling people about it, because I love it so much, and I think it's such a great way to feel connected, Um, yeah, especially who knows what's going to happen in the next few months, where we may have to go back into quarantine fully, and um, I think it's a great way to battle battle loneliness and also stay connected to faith. And, yeah, I'm so grateful for it. Chatting with Lauren Scruggs-Kennedy, lifestyle blogger, author, and a number of other things, too. Also with faithsocial.com. And you mentioned how that's primarily a site for Christians to congregate, gather, be encouraged, and that non-believers are also welcome to check it out. Maybe you could share a bit about your walk with God. And, and you know, Were you raised in a Christian home, or did you come to faith a little later in life? Yes, so I was raised in a Christian home. My parents, they have a really interesting story, which also is a part of mine, but they were married for 10 years, were not Christians, got divorced for seven years, became Christians, and got remarried to each other after the seven years. And that's when I really developed my faith. And even just from watching my parents learn so much about the Lord and just spending time with Him and developing a community um, of people around us. I feel like my dad's like the goal of creating a Christian community. He's like, he's just such a personable person. And um, my mom is too, but my dad just really showed me that, especially during the divorce time. And um, my mom, on the other hand, I loved watching her. She would get up in the morning in her big comfy chair and just spend time with the Lord. And I just, learned so much from watching them, and I remember journaling when I was little, like every night, just saying, please put my parents back together, Lord, and just um, really develop my understanding of what it meant to depend on Jesus, and so ultimately, I'm just so grateful for that. Yeah, wow, that's quite a story, and it's neat to see how that that, that went. Um, For as far as your faith growing, too, obviously, one of the biggest things that folks will know about is is the accident you had uh, close to 10 years ago. How, how has your faith been challenged and or grown, uh, both maybe then and since then? Yes, so um, a lot of people I know just get mad at God for hard situations. And for me, um, I just felt so grateful for the whole experience. Not Obviously, it was so hard and such a life change, but um, just so thankful that I'm alive and just God's provision every day was amazing and I feel like it just only deepened my faith um, and just developed some amazing friendships and even greater purpose in my life and wouldn't have met my husband without that story also and just the way it's so funny because I felt it so much during that time where sometimes you're almost like not necessarily wanting that time back but you are regarding faith and uh, just that time of growth so yeah, for me, I just, I can't imagine 
not having Jesus to depend on during um, a trial, but also during celebrations and victories and healing and restoration and just daily life as a whole. So I'm so thankful and it's so interesting because I feel like times of struggle, I mean, they really just, that, that is a part of life and Jesus is suffering more than anybody. So I feel like, yeah, I think it's just such a time to just grow in faith and also be prepared for what's coming in life because we're even told scripturally that we will have times of trial and pain and suffering. And so, yeah, I'm ultimately just so grateful for those moments and for Jesus. (laughs) He brought me so much hope and was something bigger than, yeah, I had an amazing community and I have an amazing family, but I needed something bigger during that healing and, Absolutely. Lauren Scruggs, Kennedy, uh, our guest. Uh, just speak for a moment, too, if you would, about your foundation. And uh, and I think maybe will you be doing some speaking on the uh, faithsocial.com site or messages or uh, anything like that? You're not, not sure if you contribute to it a little bit? or Yeah, for sure. So they are going to be featuring the foundation, which is amazing. But I, um, so I lost my left hand in my accident, and I just met several girls, like, Soon after that, just would come up to me even in the grocery store or like at an event and just say, and they had a prosthetic arm and just said, where did you get your arm? Mine is falling apart. My thumb has a hole in it. Just all these different things. And from the beginning, I got an arm pretty soon after my accident just because I was kind of encouraged to do that because your muscles can atrophy and all those things. So Basically, my insurance covered almost all of it, and I just thought that was normal until I started meeting all these girls. And so our foundation is to provide beautiful cosmetic coverings, which is like the skin part of the arm, which is the part that insurance really does not cover 99% of the time, um, and it's kind of the quality of the arm. And so that's what we provide and just really walk through that journey with other girls and women that have had uh, limb loss. So it's been such a blessing. I love it. That's great. And folks, I'm sure just Google uh, Lauren uh, Scruggs uh, Kennedy Foundation. They can find that online and, of course, Faith Social, too. Thank you so much for taking time today. It's a real pleasure to make your acquaintance, Lauren. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. God bless you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Lauren Scruggs Kennedy, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. Quick break. We'll wrap things up in just a moment. And don't forget, if you want to quick slip in a text to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. We'll uh, get you in the mix to get a gift card courtesy of Briner Chevrolet to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. Just let us know which one you'd like, and we'll make another at least one or two winners before the program is through. Back with more in just a moment WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 456 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Let's see. Uh, A moment ago, you heard a little blurb there for Return to the Hiding Place, that movie which we'll be chatting about tomorrow in the program. Actor John Reese davis going to be joining us. You know him as Gimli, one of the dwarves in Lord of the Rings, the big beefy guy. Also, he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark and many other things. Uh, And so we'll chat with him. We'll have him for the the full program. Looking forward to that a lot. Thursday, I give you a heads up. It's Trivia Thursday, guys, against the gals. Hopefully the guys can show up. They won the first one a few months back. But the ladies have won three in a row, and uh, I don't know. It hasn't been looking good. Last time, the guys only lost by a couple, though. But the ladies have been dominating lately. Uh, Friday, we're going to have a little smorgasbord, kind of like, think of it as burgers, dogs, 
chicken, salmon, kebabs, whatever you got in the grill. We're going to kind of present that on Friday. A nice mix, a cross-section, so you can enjoy, uh, you know, what the program's about. If you're just new to the show, whatever, help yourself to Podcast 2 on our homepage, WFIL.com. They're stacked right there. Feel free to tell a friend about the program, too, if you would. We'd greatly appreciate that. Congratulations and high fives to Patricia in Philadelphia. Texted in, and she said she'd like a gift card. So we're going to do that for her. And also uh, another Patricia, Pat, was over in Willow Grove, said she'd like one. Take the grandkids out for Duncan or something. So we'll hook both of those Pats up and keep an ear out because we like to offer those gift cards fairly often, courtesy again of Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown. One other thing, today being the last day of the month, it's the last day that uh, Truth for Life, which is coming up here in a couple minutes, will be featured. It's our Ministry of the Month for June. You catch it 5 p.m., also 5.30 a.m., and uh, there's some prizes we're giving away on our site for that, uh, including the uh, book, The Hand of God, Finding His Care in All Circumstances, very timely prize, and the booklet called My Times Are in Your Hands. One last thing about Truth For Life, just as a side note, um, if you're a regular listener to the program, again, coming up in a couple minutes, uh, be encouraged to consider something called Truth Partners. It's a team that brings Alistair's teaching to the radio. Truth For Life's entirely listener-funded. Heard here on WFL because listeners called Truth Partners give monthly to help cover the cost of the program. So if Alistair's teaching has been a blessing to you, consider being a Truth Partner Give the gift of solid Bible teaching to somebody else as well, either online at truthforlife.org, front slash truth partner, or call them up 888-588-7884, 888-588-7884. Have a great night. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.